Hello, 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 chicas, and hopefully some chicos out there. It is July 10th, and que me pasa, chica? What's going on today? I, I have some thoughts for you all uh, based on something that happened to me today, and, and I really do want this podcast to be sort of in real time. I'll kick it old school. I'll give you memories. I'll give you stuff that's happened to me in the past, but... Today, um, I went through an experience that just made me very grateful for where I am in my life. So I went to this amusement park with my daughter, my husband, and we were online. It's hot, right, guys? It's hot. Uh, It's hot everywhere. I'm in the Northeast, and that's about as specific as I'll get as to where I am. But I'm in the Northeast, and it's hot And the lines at the amusement park were long. um, And in front of myself and my family, there was this couple with two children. And I'll describe the couple for you because it's it's pretty salient to the story. But it was an older African-American gentleman who reeked to high heaven of alcohol. I mean, he had he had a little sippy cup with him and I don't think it was ice cold water in there. Probably was something like Henny or Thug Passion or something because he was lit. He was with a younger, I'm assuming Caucasian woman and two young biracial children, um, um, two daughters. I'm thinking one of the girls was probably five-ish, six-ish, and the other one a toddler. Um, I also have a toddler. So, and they were very, very cute. And what was most striking about this couple is that he was just a jerk. I, I can't even begin to tell you the the jerkiness that, and I'm being real nice, chicas. Um, he was going at it. He was with her. He was up in her face being demeaning and just cursing and you could tell that the kids were anxious and uh, at the same time you could also tell this probably wasn't something new so that made me sad I got angry a little later but initially I was just like man this guy's cursing I don't want my daughter to hear me cursing but there was nowhere to go there literally was nowhere to go right so We're on this line. We're waiting to get our tickets to get in. And apparently they were arguing over whether it was going to rain. And it was very clear that he did not want to be at this amusement park. So I got to paint the picture for you guys. So older African-American man, I would say he was like in his mid 50s. Um, Two gold dangly earrings, lots of gold jewelry. Um, He had a shirt on that says, I love it when you call me Big Papa. He had on dress pants and some fly dress shoes. He he clearly was not amusement park attired, um, to say the least. Um, She was appropriate. She had on jeans and a tank top. And the kids, you know, maybe it's my social work psychology background. But I'm like, all right, the kids look clean. They don't look disheveled. They don't look dirty, right? Because I probably would have worried even more. But he was just pissed because the, the day was hot, but it was real overcast. And 
it felt like it could rain at any minute and he was just going at it. Why did we choose to come to this amusement park today? If it rains, you know, I'm gonna be pissed and I can't believe it. And she's, you know, you could tell that the woman was really just trying to not bring attention, right? So I was just all up in their conversation, but looking to the side and, you know, sort of being trying to be inconspicuous, overhearing and eavesdropping. But he was just not a nice guy and she was taking it. And she was trying real, real hard to appease him. And, and, and the more that she tried to sort of calm him down and she got close to him and you can see she was like, baby, don't worry, right? The more he was just getting riled up and, and he wanted an audience because he was looking back at my husband and I and, and, and my daughter. He was looking back to see who was looking at him. Um, and I know the type, the, the more of an audience you give these jerks, you know, the more they act out. So we were just like, we practically had our backs to them. What was striking to me and why this is the topic of my Que Te Pasa Today Chica story is that she was in that situation and she seemed helpless she was being verbally abused in public in front of her children, no less. And it didn't seem like that was new. And that just really, really pissed me off. I can't say that I was sad for her. I really can't. And this might not be a popular opinion, but guys, we have choices, right? There's choices that we make in life. So clearly, she had two kids with him. I get it. I have, you know, a daughter with my husband. It would be hard to walk away, right? Because being a single parent sucks and, and it's hard. But I just, I can't imagine if he was that assholey and jerky to her in public in front of the kids, how it must be at home. And it's one of those moments where I, I turn to my husband and I talk to him in Spanish and I'm like, you know, I, I wish I had a business card. Like, like, I wish I could pass her a note to be like, here's my number. If you need help with domestic violence or a shelter, call me. Um, but I've, I've done too much of that over my career to know that if she wasn't ready, she could turn on me and it could have been a whole fiasco. And that guy's anger could have easily turned back to me and my husband. And, and my husband's no punk. Um, he would have beat the shit out of the guy. And, you know, we're, we're suburban parents now. We're, we're trying not to get locked up. We like our life. So we tried really hard, again, not to be in their business. We ended up actually moving out of the line behind them because we had bought our tickets in advance. So it looks like we were on the wrong line. So we left. We were not behind them anymore. So, you know, I went about my day, right? Because I'm there with my family. My relationship is not dysfunctional, thank God. I can say that now after many failed dysfunctional relationships. And I was thinking, well, maybe this is bringing up in me like all, all the times that I put up with these assholes in my life. I don't know. I, I was just trying not to think about it. And then we end up in the kitty section with them. And he's being even more of an asshole. And he is just holding on tight to his sippy cup and he is sipping away and... 
you know, you could tell that that his wife, the mom, was really just trying to be there for her kids and, you know, putting them on the carousel. And, you know, she was just like, look, can you hold the little one while I go with the big one? And he's like, yeah, 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 no problem. And he drops the little one on the floor and she, he, he's trying to pick her up and grab her because he's clearly inebriated and he is in no state to take care of a kid. And because I was not on the clock, I just didn't have the strength or the energy to try to intervene. But in any case, so so the mom comes out. She sees that he's struggling with the little one. He's like, she's like, why are you grabbing him? Why are you grabbing her? And he's like, oh, F this and fuck this and fuck you and fuck that. And I said to my husband, we got, we just got to get away from these people. Like, I, I, I really don't want this couple to to impact my day enough as it already has. But I have to say, I'm still thinking about them. And that was a good seven hours ago. Um, so it leads me sort of to, to the point of, of the session, which is why chicas? Why do we stay in relationships that clearly are not good for us why would we subject our children to that kind of interaction um and two girls at that right so I I think about the message that that they're going to internalize that it's okay for someone to talk to their mom or themselves like that right I I I picture what things must be like back home and and on, on some level, I just don't want to think about it because I'm sure it's bad. But my husband, who is the sort of fact checker for me, he's like, you know what I think that was? I'm like, what? He's like, I think he was her pimp. And I will say this. He was very pimp Mac Daddy looking. And I can't say that she was the picture of perfect health. I mean, she could she have looked a little crackish, maybe. Um, she was a little too heavy to to be very crackheadish. But you know, could could it be that he is the pimp, and you know, he's one of she's one of his gals, and they just ended up having two kids together, maybe, which would make sense to me, right? Because my husband is a pragmatist. He's he sees things for what they are. I extrapolate and I try to explain things every which way to Sunday. He's like, no, this is what it is at face value. So if let's just say my husband is right and he is her pimp, it would make sense, right? The domination, the verbal abuse, um, trying to control her, really just being an asshole because he's he can. He has the right, right? That's like she's like his property, But let's just say that isn't the case. Let's just say that she actually chose this man as I'm assuming it's her husband. I have no I saw a ring on her finger. It looked silver. It didn't look like a it didn't look like a wedding band or an engagement ring. She had a ring on her left finger, but it didn't it didn't scream to me. They were that that was like a marriage ring. But let's just say they are a couple that we know. They were babying each other. At some point, I, I, the corner of my eye, I saw them again in the park. And, you know, they were hugging and kissing. And I'm like, all right, well, that, that, there goes that. Um, but let's just say she chose this man. And she's choosing to stay in, in the relationship that clearly is not good for her or her children. It makes me really, really angry because we... we <laughs> 
This is a country that has so many resources. This is a country that has, you know, domestic violence programs. And listen, I've worked in enough of them and I've worked in the systems long enough. No, they're not pretty. They're not the freaking four seasons. I get it. But I can't imagine that the price of your dignity, you know, outweighs sort of your ability to make a good choice for you and for your kids, right? So I sort of take it from the perspective of when I became a mom, that was a very conscious decision on my part. I chose to be a mom with my husband as the dad. You know, you sort of, I don't know, you sort of stop being this selfish person, right? Like you become a mom, you pop the kid, you pop your kid out or you adopt your kid or you foster your, to adopt your kid or you surrogate your kid or however, whatever route you chose to become a mom. I sort of feel like you don't get the right to make decisions anymore that only affect you. I sort of feel like you don't get the right to stay in those kinds of relationships just because the alternative might not be pretty. She did have a Louis bag. I, I, I will say that. So, you know, am I thinking more about the pimp sort of hypothesis? Maybe. But let's just say that isn't the case. And she really is choosing to stay in that kind of a relationship that does nothing for her self-worth, does nothing for her ego, does nothing for her as a woman. Um, Again, on my limited experience watching them, you know, in one moment in time and knowing he was drunk. I don't know, maybe he's a better person when he's not inebriated, but that's a whole nother issue, right? It just makes me real angry that this is a woman who's changing the course or the trajectory of her daughter's lives in a way that, well, here's my daughter, in a way that she has no idea like what's going to come down the road for, for her kids based on what they're seeing, right? It was very, very clear that if you're in that type of situation, you probably have no insight as to what the heck is going on with you in the moment. I get it, Gigi. How can she extrapolate 18 years from now when they're swinging on the pole or they're letting a pimp beat them up? I don't know. But I sort of feel like you don't get the right to make those decisions that only affect you. And that's what que me pasa hoy día, chicas. I... Yeah, I've been in relationships where it hasn't been the best. It's been very dysfunctional. I didn't have kids. um, And that was a very conscious decision to stay childless until I felt like I found someone who was worthy of being a dad. And yeah, I have an awesome dad. Man, my dad is... My dad is better than yours. I'm sorry. Um, If you think you have the best dad, your Facebook post, I want to just wish my father the best father in the world. Happy Father's Day. No, it's mine. My father really is the best dad. I I, I get it. I I had a good role model and I wanted someone who was going to be just as good as my father. And yeah, I kissed a lot of frogs to get to where I am today. But none of them really involved other people, other little humans, right? So, you know, I'm not trying to say I'm better than this woman because, you know, I should have made decisions back in the day that didn't keep me in a relationship where I was 
verbally abused because of my weight, where I where they withheld affection when they were angry. Yeah, that's bad too. <laughs> like, all right, I, you know, needless to say, I was twenties, you know, uh, teenager twenties, maybe even my early thirties, maybe. Um, we'll get that into that into another podcast, but I just felt like this woman today needs a lot more than just prayer. You know, I I think she needs a mirror. And and I wonder like who she has in her life, right? Like we all have, or or at least I hope we all have one person in our lives who could be like, bitch, what are you doing? Why are you still with this guy? Look at the way that he treats you. Don't you want better for your daughters? Like, doesn't she have that person? I had many people like that in my life. And did I listen to them? No. So, you know, I'm I'm sort of sort of overruling even even sort of my own thoughts here because, you know, it didn't change the way that I acted or behaved. I stayed in relationships well after my friend said, this is bad. What's happening to you is bad. What you're letting happen to you is bad. You need to get out. And I'm like, yes, you're absolutely right. And I turn around and be like, baby, where you at? I miss you. (laughs) So, you know, I'm not trying to be a hypocrite here, but. I I just, I saw what I saw today and it was, maybe my anger is coming, maybe it's coming from a more genuine place of sadness. Um, and maybe I saw myself in her at, at one point where you just feel like there is nothing better. Um, but looking at him, I mean, he, I can't even describe, like, I don't even know who he looks like. Um, who does he look like? Who did he look like? You know who he looked like? He looked like James Evans from Good Times, that old 70s, 80s sitcom, but just taller and with a bigger belly. That's who he looked like. And bald. He looked like James Evans. So, you know, if James Evans is, you know, your cup of tea, my apologies. Um, but it wasn't like this guy was you know, Denzel looking or, you know, insert any other real fantastically looking guy. And I'm sure that's not what's keeping her, right? I'm sure, you know, maybe she has daddy issues. Like I said, I I didn't have daddy issues, but I sure did act like I did with the relationships that I had in my past. Um, I thought about this on the ride home. I thought about, Gigi, if, if you could talk to her or if you had I don't know I started to create like these (laughs) fantasies like I was gonna run into her in the bathroom right like like maybe maybe I I, we, we went our separate ways at the amusement park but God if if you made me cross paths with her alone without James Evans in front of her what would you say what 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 would you take the opportunity to do and and I thought about it I really did and what I thought was, you know, I'd, I, I would just say, listen, I, I, I was behind you and I'm sorry. I, you know, he, if, if no one's told you, you don't have a right to be treated that way. But again, I've been doing this long enough where I know she could have turned around and said, what are you talking about? He is the best father. And, you know, he just happens to be a little drunk. And, I, and then, you know, have her come out of the bathroom, me come out of the bathroom, her whisper into her, her, her booze ear and, and him run after me. And my, ah. So I probably would have 
not said anything to her had I run into the bathroom. I wouldn't have slipped her a business card, which I had none today. But I wouldn't have done that. I, I probably would have looked at her and, I don't know, maybe, maybe shook my head or maybe smiled empathetically. I don't know what I would have done. I'm talking shit. But I hope that somebody in her life does care for her enough where they're going to say something to her, where they're going to help her get out of that situation. I've done it for friends. I have. I've done it for friends and it's taken a long while for the help to sort of come to fruition um, because change is not easy and sometimes you really think you don't deserve more. That, that feeling of, you know, you don't deserve more, that I think is a topic for like a whole nother topic for a podcast because I, I really want to stay just with this couple. But so um, we're, we're exiting the park. I don't run into her again, so I'm not going to I'm not going to make up something like, yeah, you know, I, I was walking out the park and so were they serendipitously at the same time we were. And we locked eyes, me and the woman for a moment. And I transmitted with my eyes to her eyes that, you know, she deserved better. No, that didn't fucking happen. We walked out of the park. I played some games, spent money, lost money. <laughs> like, you know, I had a, had a slushie and some funnel cake. And, you know, I'm sure... I'll be paying for it later. But no, it, it did I didn't see her again. But I wonder. I I wonder what will happen to her. I wonder I wonder if this is sort of you know, maybe maybe today was the day. Here here here's my magical thinking. Maybe today was the would be the tipping point for her. Maybe it was I cannot believe he treated me that way in public. I should go. I should pick up my kids and my things and leave. I can't think that way either um because aside from the verbal abuse I don't know you know he could be beating the shit out of her too but she's not the only one that's going through that um if she had been Latina would I have felt different Hmm. I thought about that too I don't know maybe I would have been angrier because I hold us chicas um in higher regard I don't know I sort of feel like we should know better we're better we 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 wouldn't let that happen to us when I know that's bullshit because it is happening to us um and if I had if I had thought out this podcast a little bit more I probably would have gone to the literature and and given you some statistics on domestic violence you know cross-sectional by race and you know ethnicity and eh, I don't really need the statistics here to, to prove my point. And, and the point, I think, of all of this is, damn, it was sad. Damn, it made me mad. And, and I just hope for her, for her kids, that she can get out of that. Whatever, it is, whatever route it takes her. Um, so that's about it, my, my chicas. If you have similar experiences or if you think I'm, I'm, I'm full of it or if you think I'm deluded, drop me a line. Um, drop me a line at ggpodcast at gmail.com. 
That's G-I-G-I, P as in Paul, O, D as in David, C-A-S-T, ggpodcast at gmail.com. Let me know what you're thinking. Chicas, fuerza, suerte.